Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Mark Mettler. He's an author, advisor to startups, and interim head of retail at Dynamic Green Products. Mark, welcome to our show. Thank you. So I always tell people on our podcast that it's so important to stand out, whether with your name, the marketing, the photo, the book name. And in your case, I scrolled through the LinkedIn quite quickly and I just stopped on your name of your book, which is author of Hell is the CEO. Very unique name. Why did you choose that title? Well, the, it's a play on a play. There was a play called No Exit, uh, where the um, essential of the play, there are three characters trapped in hell together, and each one is tormented by one of the other two in a circle of hell. And essentially, the last line of the play is, hell is other people. And in my book, <laughs> the CEO is sort of that lifelong tormentor of the lead character. Wow. Is this a, a, a nonfiction book or is it a fiction book? It is, it's billed as a novel, uh, as many novels are. It, it's it's got, uh, auto, autobiographical in nature in terms of the, the title character's experiences um, being similar to those of the author. So do you feel that, because like someone, something, some experience would have affected you in a way that you would see a CEO in, in that light or is it more of a satirical thing? I'm just curious, you know, because if you're in business, which just looks like you are, you wrote a book about that, you chose to call it Hell as CEO. So are you saying that, because I actually have, obviously haven't read your book, right? So you're saying that it's hellish to be a CEO? Uh, not exactly. What I'm saying is that over the cumulative experiences of the lead character, the CEO cemented himself in the mind in terms of that voice that says, you know what to do. The, the business world is very simple. We are a public corporation. Only one person matters, the shareholder. Your job is to maximize return for the shareholder. So that every move, every action of the lead character is driven by this little inner voice saying the responsibility is to the shareholder, not to others. Um, and the broader societal context is this idea of what is a corporation in today's capitalism. And what many people don't know is there was a very specific point in time about mid-1970s to the mid-1980s where the definition of a corporation was essentially redefined by Milton Friedman and others as solely being about providing a return to shareholders. And it drove, in my mind and in the novel, a lot of behavior over the last three decades that really was driven by this idea that there's only one person matters. And so that the idea that a corporation could be run for not just shareholders, but its employees, society, the greater good, you know, sort of went away. <laughs> and that's what tortured the lead character is that he had the skills and the understanding to become a CEO, but the terrible things that logic drove him to do just made him not want to have that job and eventually to 
without a spoiler, not want to be in the world at all. Interesting. And so are you for companies and corporations to do more than just provide for the shareholders? Or do you believe in more like, yo, a corporation is really just for the shareholders, it's about making money, everything else is inconsequential? No, I believe it, 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 I believe in stakeholder capitalism, which is that a, a corporation should be more than just concerned with what shareholders want. And I'll give you one very specific reason why. How do you define a shareholder? Anybody who can buy stock in public today is a shareholder and they can sell it tomorrow and they're no longer a shareholder. So the idea that somebody's rights are, should have primacy over somebody else's who has spent maybe 40 years working for a corporation doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem yeah, right. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, when I see it is like the Milton Freemans of the world, they have their, their opinion on how they define corporations. Just like a lot of people have their opinions on what a teacher does or a lawyer does. I mean, there's some factual things that what a lawyer does and teacher does, right? But there's a large gray area. And for me, frankly, I consider myself a capitalist with a conscience or a person that wants to make money to make a difference. And I don't really see a, a disconnect in that. And now, again, some people might disagree and, and agree, with, which is fine by either way, right? But but we get to choose how we choose to live our lives, right? So I'm curious, so if you are a guy that really believes in helping people with the, with the company, why would you choose to write a book with such a very strong title, Hell is a CEO? Yeah, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where it, it had to come out of me. I couldn't <laughs> go on with life unless I could tell this story the way I wanted to tell it. I like business. I, I, I actually like the, the whole process of thinking about bringing a product to market, about solving customer needs, delighting a customer, surprising a customer, innovating, you know, solving problems in the world. And making money doing that is, is not an issue for me. But it, it's really is specifically about how public corporations have allowed themselves to be run. And I'm not saying every one of them, but way too many. And, and even recently, the Business Roundtable um, actually did redefine about 180 CEOs signed on to a redefinition of the purpose of a corporation. And that was met with a lot of um, controversy and skepticism on you know, CNBC and Wall Street, <laughs> where yeah. people don't want to, you know, hedge fund guys in particular, who, who certainly get a lot of uh, mention in my book, um, you know, they, they've never really built anything in their lives. They manage money. They don't, they don't do anything for society other than move, move decimal points around in dollar signs. Yeah. So I guess my question is, since it sounds like you are pro-business and pro-making a difference, why would you write a book that it's more about the other end, like what not to do, you know? Or it's like, a, it's like, the, the, it's a connotation, right? So I read your book, Hell is a CEO. Well, it's actually a great marketing tool because it pulls me in, but you talk about all the stuff that this person says, and it's, it's, uh, it's only for shareholders, but you believe in the contrarian. So why not write a book on the other end where you're promoting your deep beliefs of helping more people? I'm just, and this is more of a curiosity question, you know? Yeah. Well, actually, in the, read, in the reading of the book, that's what I, I hope to do is get people to oh, got it, got it. understand that um, it doesn't have to be this way, that, that you know, corporations can sort of be successful and behave better. Um, and and it, was a, it was more about how people behave toward each, towards each other. In, uh, and I, I kind of end with a philosophical, you know, kind of feeling about life in general, which is we should help each other. And capitalism is a competition game. 
And it's really hard to think about people um, as people when you feel like, you know, the company they work for is out to crush the company you work for. And all the implications of that are, you know, you're going to take my livelihood, you're going to take food off my table, my kids. Um, if you succeed in putting my company out of business because you want your company to succeed instead, to me, that's just an unhealthy way to go about the, the life in the world. And, and, you know, it gets even worse inside companies where people are competing with each other or feel they are. Oh, yeah, that happens all the time. Yeah. So what's one thing you feel we can do, Mark, in our day-to-day -day lives to, to be more self-aware, as it sounds like you are, relative to being conscious about the choices we make in our business? Because again, most of our listeners are business owners. So what do you feel we can do each day to be more of this conscientious business owner? I think it's understanding that each of us is um, an individual with every right to have their own beliefs and, and uh, value systems and to bring that to work, not to contradict what might be company policy or to try to set new rules, but to live with your coworkers and set an example for your coworkers um, for, you know, for working alongside and helping each other rather than competing with and, um, you know, undermining each other. So it's, it's, there's little things like you, you, people don't think of themselves as leaders until somebody, you know, promotes them to a job and says, you now have five people working for you. <laughs> but, you know, if you were one year into your job and an individual contributor, and then some kid right out of college gets the same job you got out of college and they're working next to you, you know, helping that person succeed, that's leadership. Yeah. No, that's great. Mark, thanks again for your time and your thoughts and your perspective. Have a great day. Now, how can our guests learn more about your book? Well, you can certainly uh, order it on Amazon.com. <laughs> awesome. Great. Mark, thanks so much and have a great day. Thanks. You too. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.